0: Welcome and thank you for listening to This Little Light of Mine. My name is Lauren and you are listening to a series on formative stories that builds people into who they are that will hopefully bring a little light into your day. Today, I am joined with Tyler. Thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Of course.
0: Tyler just graduated high school and will be soon attending college and pursuing a career in theater. And he's also currently learning how to play the piano.
1: Heck yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So, Tyler, your story began – how old were you?
1: Um, honestly, I don't even remember. Like, probably about four.
0: So, a while ago. You a while ago. You yeah. were a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of – the story kind of goes along with you growing up. So, why don't we begin right from when you were four and ultimately your parents got divorced?
1: Yeah. Um, so, pretty much just, like, ever since I, I could remember – my, my parents have been split up. Like, I don't have a single memory of them being together. But pretty much, um, growing up, my parents have always been divorced. But as a kid, I had no idea what was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd be going to church and stuff like that. And, like, kids would have their parents together and stuff like that. And I was always just so confused. Um, and at the time, um, my both... Okay, like, my memory, like, starts when it happened and so sure. we were living in calgary canada um and then they split up i assume is what happened i mm-hmm. i've never really asked my parents about it because it's kind of a touchy subject. it's a hard
0: situation yeah. yeah
1: um but then my mom moved away and so i was really confused i'm like what is happening i'm not, I, I i hadn't even been going to the school or any school Before then. Mm -hmm. Um, So, pretty much, I was just living in two different countries at the same time with uh, Calgary and the United States. And then um, my dad moved to California. Mm -hmm. um, And so, and my mom was still in Utah. And so, I would be with my mom. Yeah, uh, but then like over like big breaks, like Memorial day weekend, mm-hmm. I'd fly by myself to yeah. California. So <clears> as
0: a, as a child, you never really had to deal with, um, the trauma, I guess, of having your parents split up, but you did have to deal with the difficulties of, you know, living in, in two different countries to go see your parents and then two different States. And, um, so you, you have a very different experience of divorce than yeah. most kids do.
1: Yeah, I would say so. Um, I mean, honestly, like um this sounds like terrible um like a lot of people say this is bad but like it's just what I lived with is mm-hmm. my only memory really was like I would be in the airport and I would just be boarding my flight by myself and just turning mm-hmm. around and seeing either my dad or my mom just crying and I had yeah. no idea what it meant because I'm like I don't know just I'm like kid. six I'm like I, hey I'm going to California my friends <laughs> think I'm so cool because I live in Canada like yeah um yeah I mean it, it was it was it's definitely different from like what my brothers were feeling as well. Cause they're yeah. eight and seven years older than me. So they definitely mm-hmm. were like, they were in like middle school, high yeah. school age when it all happened. So
0: you were the youngest in your family, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. I'm yeah. the youngest of three. Mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> so your mom is living in Utah and your dad is living in California. And at this point, um, how old are you?
1: Um, My dad was living in California probably when I was about six until eight. Okay. I'd say, yeah. And
0: then ultimately, though, he he joined you and your mom in Utah. And so, right. So is that the next step or was there something Um, else in between?
1: Well, and then my dad moved to Vancouver for a bit as well. And that's where I got my accent.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So you were living in Canada and then your dad moved to... Then your mom, you moved to the U.S. and then your dad moved back to Canada.
1: Yes, and then yeah, and then after that, then my dad moved to to Utah. Okay. Um, but at the same time, my mom was moving at different places in Utah. So like, Mm -hmm. I lived in Nibley, uh, um, (laughs) a little north of Logan. Okay. Um, and then, well, Draper, then Nibley, then back to Draper, then Highland, and then back to Draper. So So all over the place. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that like I'm sure that totally changed um, you know, that differentiated your childhood from others as like I think anybody who moves a lot, even just moving schools, but you know, moving towns and states mm-hmm. and countries, yeah. um, you're dealing with the different cultures of every part, you're having to find new friends as a kid. You're in middle school and mm-hmm. elementary school, and that's you know, not a great time for finding friends anyways. And then yeah, moving yeah, to yeah, the exactly. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. So finally, um, you're settling down in Draper. And you talked to me about how you were beginning to get bullied because of your parents' divorce and your dad. So, will you talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah. Um. So, <clears throat> um, it took me a while to, like, realize why my parents were divorced and stuff like that. And I really didn't know. But I was always, like, in middle school and early or, like, late elementary school, I was mm-hmm. definitely, like, teased. And it this sounds really weird, but when, even when I lived in Canada, I was, like bullied for being American. It's yeah, so really. weird because Canada in America is like the exact same. Um <laughs> but I mean like elementary school like people are just trying to find ways yeah. to tease people. Um because kids are just ruthless. Yeah. Um but then yeah in middle school like like people would just bully me about having not having my parents together and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I kinda I kinda kept that to myself because I don't have a close relationship with either my parents or my brothers because mm-hmm. of all of this. Like I was in different places. My brothers were in different places. Like, so I just kind of internalized it. Um, mm-hmm. And it seemed like they knew more about my situation than I did. And so okay. I just kind of kept it to myself of like, yeah. So I, I like, there were times where like, I just wouldn't talk um, mm-hmm. about how my parents are divorced. So, yeah. And then, so Sometime in middle school. Um, This this seems so weird. Um, I was visiting my dad. And my dad was like, hey, son. Here's this guy named Trav. I'm like, oh, hi, Trav. How's it going? And we kind of met and stuff like that. And he's like, well, this is Trav. I'm like, cool. Um, And then, like, I went back home. And then I'm like, huh. That's really weird. Like, I mean, they must just be good pals. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, like a couple i he never really told me that he was he was my dad's gay mm-hmm. um and so and i never like knew that i didn't know that that yeah. was the reason that they got divorced i didn't know that trav was his boyfriend at the time soon to be husband um and so like i was like that's really weird and then um you just had no
0: idea you were at the age where and especially cuz you were living in utah half of the time so you're in a place are like you just aren't aware of people are that are gay you know you just yeah yeah that's an, I, an option i guess
1: exactly and honestly like even on my mom's side of the family like talking about my dad was kind of taboo like really yeah because like my my mom's side relatives only some of them were like up accepting of him i guess because uh-huh. my mom's side of the family is very mormon very um, religious yeah yeah and conservative yeah and my i mean my dad's side also is but like it's hard when you're on the opposing side of it. Mm-hmm. You don't really understand. My my dad's side obviously is a lot more accepting. Sure. But my mom's side was like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um,
0: so finally and- you you kind of realized that you were able to get some closure of, over why your parents got divorced. And, yeah, you know, I think there's a lot of parents who divorce due to, you know, their relationship not working and them having conflicts and fights mm-hmm. and stuff. And to have your parents divorce over your dad's sexuality is a totally different thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it almost makes the divorce seem less harsh in a way. I mean, this is coming from an outsider perspective. My parents are together, so I don't understand sure. divorce as someone else would, but I mean, am I right to say that it makes it a little bit easier to handle? Cause it's, there's an actual explanation almost.
1: Um, it It's hard because I don't know if I'm accepting it because there I haven't had any other reality if that makes sense like Mm -hmm. I don't exactly and I don't know if it's because of that or if it's because of exactly what you're saying but I will say like it I mean I don't have any malice towards anything like that like Mm -hmm. and I I don't have any malice towards my my dad or my mom like I'm like it's like that's the world that both of them grew up in, like, it's just unfortunate that it happened, you know? It's just, like, that's life, but also at least, like, it worked out in a way. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm sure the first couple years was really rocky and still, like, I'm I'm sure it's still rocky for my pops, but, like, Mm -hmm. I would say it worked out. I mean, my dad and my mom are still kind of close. Like, they still talk to each other, you know?
0: I mean, you're not the kid who's having to deal with oh, what if my parents ever get back together again? Or you're not trying to put on the parent trap and
1: get Mm -hmm. them back together. Yeah, exactly. And it's not the trap of like, oh my, like people, I I remember when uh, like kids would bully me about it, they would be like, oh, it's your fault. I'm like, Mm -hmm. is it? And then it was just my dad's gay. I'm like, Uh of course, that is my fault. Yes. (laughs) Like, yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, and it kind of made me more of a loving person. I'm like- it's I mean, it's unfortunate for my brothers, I think. Like I, I I feel bad for them because they're at the age where it's like really rough mm-hmm. to go through. And they that. did
0: they did experience what it was like to have parents who you know, to have their parents be married and yeah, you, know, you really just don't have any memories of
1: that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I literally do not have a single memory of like my parents being together, like mm-hmm. in the same room, other than like when they're seeing my shows, you know? Yeah. But even yeah. then they're like Sitting in different places, so
0: yeah, totally, yeah. so um, now your dad lives in Utah as well, and mm-hmm. so you know, lucky for you, you get to live in a state and a country with both yeah. of your parents <laughs> um, so how has the dynamics with your parents changed now that you were all in the same state, nevertheless, the same country?
1: Um, <clears throat> I think um, me growing up has definitely brought them closer because they have to Mm -hmm. um because they have to discuss when i'm going up to dad's house or when i'm going back down to mom's house Mm -hmm. um and even like discussing personal things and personal issues with me they have to talk to each other and be like look we gotta do what's best for our son Mm -hmm. um and honestly they're i mean they've i think that they've gotten a lot closer and it's yeah. i think it's also from it's from distance but also just because it's been at least 14 years and mm-hmm. they're like they they're both very accepting of like it it i mean it happened you can't yeah. you can't change anything
0: sure. um,
1: so yeah i mean i see them talking at my show sometimes and they're they're definitely like close Mm -hmm. I'm sure they're not as close as they were before obviously but yeah yeah
0: well I think in any situation um you know even if you are divorcing because like you have a different sexuality like I think it's also it's always going to be hard because at one point you were married and um you love each other even though it's in a different way than you thought but it's like I mean your parents still broke up right they're still divorced
1: well and also you have to think about like um my uh, the little things that i've heard from my parents like kind of give you a window into like like how the relationship was like i remember yeah. i was telling or i was talking to my mom about it and she was like yeah i would watch like reality tv shows of like couples and they would be like so in love and she's like i didn't feel anything like that and she was mm-hmm. just confused um and it i mean it's not really it's just a hard situation of like it's no one's to blame like you can't blame someone for being for being gay like totally that's kind of closed-minded and i i guess like you can say well oh well he should have said told people earlier but when you're being raised by a really conservative family
0: yeah you can't tell that to people (laughs) yeah
1: exactly yeah like i didn't know i don't know my my grandpa my opa on my dad's side Mm -hmm. but from what i've heard like he was kind of strict, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's not like a like a strict like mean, but like you didn't want Just to mess. Conservative, with it. very yeah, you no, know, exact, exactly. Knows how
0: things thinks he knows how things should be, and mm-hmm. he's pretty set in his ways.
1: Exactly, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So, um throughout this journey, I'm sure you've learned a lot about yourself. And if you could go back and give um a, a younger Tyler some advice about you know having to move around a lot and. Um, dealing with your parents divorce and coming to know your dad like what advice would you give yourself
1: interesting um I don't that's that's a I mean it's a hard one (laughs) yeah yeah um honestly like just like I would I would just tell him like just be yourself because um I mean this is more like personal but like uh younger Tyler was very um how do I say like very imposter uh, I guess um because I didn't know who I was and I didn't have any backbone or any parent or any uh sibling to talk to yeah I kind of mimicked whoever I was around just so I could feel like I could fit in because I never felt like I could fit in I was moving moving around exactly um but I I honestly it was just like once, um, uh, like junior year rolled around, like I finally was just like, I'm just gonna be me. Like I don't mm-hmm. care what people think. I don't care what I think. Like being me is like the most important, and that is what ultimately brings, in my opinion, that's what ultimately brings happiness to everyone. Is knowing that totally. you're yourself, and nothing can change that. And no mm-hmm. matter who says, like, whoever says it talks behind my back or says how bad I am in a certain situation or uh, make mistakes. Like I don't care because I made, yeah. If I made a mistake, then I made a mistake and that's human. That's what mm-hmm. life is for. Um, And so I, I, yeah, I would just say just keep rolling with the punches and just be yourself, find who you yeah. are in these situations.
0: Totally. So throughout this kind of um you know, difficult time in your life. I don't really want to say dark because it was, <laughs> it was very positive. I mean, yeah. you've grown to know your family better. Um, what is one light that has come out of it?
1: Um, I've learned to just live. Um, and, and what I mean by that is like, life is just going to throw so many, this is a stupid baseball metaphor because I played baseball (laughs) when I was younger. Life, life is like a pitcher and you never know what they're going to throw. And even if you don't hit the ball, you're still playing baseball. Like you, you got to make the most of what you're given. Mm -hmm. And so like when I was younger and I was moving place to place, I didn't realize how great of a blessing it is to, live in Canada and live in California, live in Irvine, get to live in Nibley, Utah. I mean, that (laughs) wasn't really a blessing, but it was still cool. Um, And so just learning to live with life and roll with the punches, no matter what's happening, no matter who is, who's doing what, like just there, there's always another day and you're always just life just keeps moving. And so You just got to keep going. That was really like. I love
0: it. I love (laughs) a metaphor. It's great.
1: (laughs) We love baseball metaphors. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming and joining me today, Tyler, and sharing your light and being my last guest of the season.
1: Oh, my. What an honor. Honestly. (laughs) I'm excited. Is there going to be a next season?
0: I hope so. We'll see. Okay.
1: I'm excited then, if that does happen.
0: (laughs) Fingers crossed, right?
1: Yeah, me too.
0: (laughs) Thank you to the audience for choosing to tune in. And I hope you will join us next season, hopefully, to hear another formative story. This has been This Little Light of Mine with Lauren.